If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Podcast Unlocked, Episode 7. I'm Ryan Clements. I am one of your hosts for today, but I'm joined by two others. Alongside me is Arthur Geese. One of the crazy Doppler effect thing <laughs> is going in my earphones. Just, just as a quick side note before we continue introducing the cast, uh, our podcast room is still experiencing technical difficulties, so occasionally our hearing is cut out in one ear, which is, for the most part, very disorienting when you're wearing these kind of headphones. So it's, uh, imagine talking and then all of a sudden you lose hearing in one ear and you stumble around. That's what Monday Night Football doesn't have to deal with this bullshit. That's what, that's what we're experiencing right now. But anyway, Arthur, thank you for joining me very much. Oh. Hi. Hi. I am also joined by a podcast unlocked favorite, Mr. Brian Altano. <laughs> What's I'm sorry. up, buddy? No, What's I up, love baby? it. Thanks you, for having me back. Of course, you're welcome anytime. I actually like the the crazy cutting in and out effect. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. So I don't like this ridiculous helmet like you're drinking. making me wear, though. It's or why I'm I'm just, taped to the wall like an astronaut. <laughs> it's just to keep you on your toes for when for when Dinosaur Week rolls around. That's right. Tell Coming next week, that. IGN presents Dinosaur Week. Five full days of nonstop dinosaur coverage from your favorite people. Now, on Earth. The, now, the amazing thing is, is that Altano's not joking right Mm-mm. now. There is, in fact, well, maybe a about the week. favorite people part. Okay, right, not right, the dinosaurs. Yeah, right. There is a dinosaur week. We don't joke about dinosaurs. Coming next week, April twenty-fifth, Monday, April twenty-fifth to Friday, April thirtieth. IGN will be uh, bringing <laughs> dinosaurs back from the yeah. grave. <laughs> Yeah. Would you say that they're digging up the fossils? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do we not joke about Dinosaur Week, we're actually also never funny about Dinosaur Week. No, either. no, we're we're dead serious. Dead serious about Dinosaur. Dead week. as a dinosaur. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you. Uh, we are not joined by Christine because uh, scheduling conflicts, but don't worry. She will return to us in good time. No one can stay away from Unlocked for too long. Uh, today is going to be a quick show. We wanted to do a lot of reader mail because we didn't get a chance to do that a lot last week, I believe. 
Uh, I think we only got to read a few questions, right? Right, because so, mostly I just don't like people. I know, but you you hide it well on the show until you just said that. Do I really? <laughs> I would think that asking Altano to come on the show would demonstrate that I don't like our listeners very much. Oh, no, that's not fair. Altano is a gem. You know what? Let's do the I reader email show and have Altano respond to all of our listener I questions. I love our listeners, so yeah, I don't sure. love Arthur Gies. No. I don't. I have to work next to him. Let me just explain to you. It's a very what that's casual like. sexual relationship. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who aren't in the Gears of War beta and you haven't played the game like me, but you want to know what it sounds like, uh, I'm I'm the man for that. I basically sit next to Arthur and all I hear is ah. ah. So that's what the Gears of War beta sounds like. I have no idea how it plays. Really good chainsaw noise. It wasn't bad. Uh, I'm channeling my inner Michael. Or like an 80s arcade game (laughs) engine Uh, noise. I was actually in all 14 Police Academy movies. Whoa. Yeah. That's really impressive. Back when I was black. Michael Winslow st- got fat. <laughs> do, you st- do you still get royalties of any kind for that stuff? Uh, yes, occasionally. And I get invited they to police. send him a box of clothes. To police parties. Every two months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Now, I can- hopefully, you guys can hear me better now. My microphone was not positioned properly. All right. On today's show. As I said, the reader mail is going to happen, but also a quick plug to some of the important coverage we have going up, or have had going up this week. We did our review of Portal 2 by our own Charles Onyet. Awesome Yay. game. Uh, it is a, everybody loves it around the office, apparently. Uh, I have not played it yet, but I am going to order it on Amazon probably when I get home tonight, because I was stupid and didn't even think to pre-order it, because Amazon is really cool. Uh, I am also happy to say <laughs> it's true, right? It's true. No, you I, can't yeah, argue I pay with it. $80 a month to suck Amazon's dick all over every podcast. Wait, I thought uh, Prime or $80 was a, a year. year. Okay, month. good. You yeah, scared no, me. A month probably wouldn't quite make up for all that two-day shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Amazon's awesome. Amazon's like the dude at the party like when you run out of beer. It's like, oh, man, I got this. Don't worry. Like, Have you been drinking? Yeah, don't worry. I brought a bike. I can't get arrested on that. Just, uh, goes, I don't know. Because every now and again, if you pre-order a game, he's the guy who shows up with the beer after everyone left. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, hey, man. <laughs> where'd everyone go? Dude, that Portal 2 party happened like three days ago at Best Buy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> There was traffic at FedEx Lane. (laughs) Um, Oh, you know what? I totally forgot to tell my story, so I'll tell that in a second. I'm teasing it right now. But I reviewed Mortal Kombat this week. Uh, Great game. Please read the review. I I thought you hated Mortal Kombat as denoted by your awful score. The commentators think so, and they think that – Do you spell that with a K? Commentators. Uh, the They think so, and they think that my score is bad, but you'll notice that an 8 out of 10 has the word great. It's a underneath. great out of 10. It's a great out of 10, 10 is what if our little box If you look at our scores says. in the little box, it's parentheses great out of 10. And yep. that's, a, that's a great score, and I read your review, and I loved your review, and it, you. it just got me thinking, like, what do people really expect from a game about guys who kick each other in the balls and rip each other's necks off? If you had worn jean shorts or short pants, you probably would have given it a higher score. That's true. I mean, you're going to give this game – how are you going to give a Mortal Kombat game a 10? Like, oh, this is perfect. They went to hell and made dinosaur people fight movie stars. <laughs> they, they, there's no way you could possibly make this better. This is the apex of 
the bloody the, fighting games. The funny like, thing it, is, is that that it's was accurate. There, they do go to hell, and a movie star does fight a dinosaur person. <laughs> I so told you, it's Mortal the, Kombat. The amazing thing is, is that you were totally right. I, I was an '80s baby. I played Mortal Kombat um, when it first came out in the '90s. Did you ever play Pit Fighter? I did. I did. I played Urban the Champion. Was terrible. I, Pit Fighter was awful. <laughs> what was the bad one where you could cut each other's limbs off? Oh, Time Killers. Yes, oh, equally bad. Time Killers was worse than Pit Fighter. Yeah. Yes. Time Killers is funny because you could hop on one leg and try to kill. You someone. could. What about the classic Killer Instinct? I liked it at the time. I don't understand. That was one of the last Super Nintendo games that I actually played for like 14 hours straight. Wait, what, wasn't there an N64 version? It was. And an arcade Killer version. Killer Instinct Gold was yep. uh, the N64. That and there was, was a, a Game Boy version. Killer Instinct Gold was yeah. one and two sort of mashed together. Yeah. Missing frames of animation. Go cartridges. Yeah. Yeah, cartridge. I'm I, glad to we To this moved day, on. I don't understand why people want that game, to, that franchise to return. Um, Just I don't know. Leave it be. Yeah. There was like that cool cyborg dude is the like frontliner for that yeah. game's Full cast. Full gore. Full gore. Remember that? Oh, I remember the nineties. You could just actually, say that. Every rare game I think I've ever I've seen this generation has had little killer instinct jokes here. And yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Like well, the full gore fist. <laughs> and Banjo Kazooie. But going back to the uh, Mortal Kombat discussion, it's mm-hmm. it's a great game. The thing that I would like to remind our listeners about is that we just have to we have to consider the good with the bad in our jobs. I have said multiple times that even if I were to give a game like a 6 out of 10, which I believe is okay on our new scale. It used to be passable, but now I think now it's just okay. I, I might still play that for fun. Like There are some 6-level games that while I have to consider their bad points, I might still throw that in and say like, yeah, I, sure. I was enjoying this. I'm having fun with this. With a I, shrug and a sort of sheepish look on your face. Well, you know, sometimes. But I, you have to, you, we just have to consider the good with the bad. The fact that Mortal Kombat is not a perfect game, I think... I mean, that's fine. You can still love it. I, I still really enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you guys shouldn't think that just because I gave it an 8 out of 10, suddenly your $60 has been wasted and I'm doing shame to Ed Boon's legacy. People Reed? reacted the same way to my Bulletstorm review. Yeah. What'd you give Bulletstorm? An 8. An 8. Another yeah. great score. Again, uh, read the reviews. I know everyone likes to s- you scroll down to the bright candy-like number <laughs> the, in the corner the and then just number. hop on the message board and be like ah but read the review like that's it. if you want to know how to spend your 60 dollars actually read what these yeah, people are writing for sure so it's a it's a big week at ign we have portal 2 we have mortal Kombat. i did just put up uh well i shouldn't say i our video team it was a collective effort we all put up a kind of giant uh that montage of all the Mortal Kombat fatalities. They're divided into characters, so if you want to see all the Mortal Kombat fatalities and just get to the, the gory, some, lovely some bits. Some of them are outright disgusting. Yes. Uh, go go to IGN and check it out. Make sure your mother's not watching. Um, I think that was those were what we wanted to talk about in terms of the things going on on our site. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to be mad about a review, just save your rage for my Section 8 review at some point today. <laughs> Yes, go to IGN.com for Arthur Geese's Section 8 review. It will be a question mark out of 10. Can you can you, can you your strap line be like more like Section and then whatever your review score is? Ooh, I Assu- like Assuming it. it's less than an 8. More like, more like doo-doo dice? It doesn't really work <laughs> if I give it like a 7.9. I can't do the Factor 5 joke again. That's true. Now, that, that was you, – you, Clement, you reviewed – Ben 10, right? Ben 10. And and I was like, call it, say it was more like Ben 5 or whatever. Yeah, more like Ben 6.5. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I think I went. I ended up going with something not as funny just because we had we had just put a strap line that says more like that started <laughs> with the words more like with one of Anthony's reviews. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go into some reader mail. Remember. Wait, you, said, you said you had a story. 
Oh, my story. Oh, yes. thanks, man. Yes. It keeps coming, going away. I'm not letting you slip this. Arthur, you have to humor me for a second because uh, it's kind of a dumb story. <laughs> but we, uh, one of my friends is go, uh, moving away, uh-huh. and uh, we uh, went out last night uh, to get drinks and say goodbye to her because uh, she's gonna. She's been in the area for a long time, but she, I think, she just bought a house recently. Congrats to her. But we house went out. House unlocked. House unlocked. <laughs> So Arthur is containing his rage. <laughs> so all right. So I'm, we went out. I'm withholding my indifference. Actually, <laughs> no. This is this is a here. This is a kind of a a story that's supposed to be a cautionary tale. Okay. Uh, I I would like to think that for the most part I control myself very well when I drink. Uh, I'm I like to be safe. Obviously, you know, play by all the rules. That makes obey, one of us. obey the laws. Uh, but I like to, I don't want to be violently ill the next day. That's usually <laughs> my my rule. Now, so usually I'm pretty it's good, good at this. I act I act silly when I when I start drinking, and and I think everybody does. But usually I'm pretty good. However, I do make select terrible decisions in one particular category, and that's eating. So when I when I get when I get drunk now I, I have I'm on like a really strict diet <clears throat> I'm on a really strict diet right now um, to try and get myself into good shape uh, so I really monitor what I eat but when I drink this is this those, this those mindset goes away it goes away so the bar that we happened to be at was conveniently located next to a 24-hour donut shop <laughs> so in my haze I decided hey. What's a really good idea? Yeah, go buy a dozen donuts and <laughs> and eat most of them. Oh no! So, wow. um, no, no, not I did not eat most of them. But how I, many did I, you eat? I, I probably four and a half. Wow, that is a lot of donuts. So, you're not a lot of man. Yeah, I'm not a lot of man. So are, you, I, are you a cop? You're enough man for everyone, but. <laughs> But not enough for four donuts. Right. Wow. So I, I would like to say that I, I – so, I mean, I brought the box of the dozen back. It was really for our whole group that was there, and we all ate some, and it was fun. I, I think I passed one out to a drunk dude that was next to us that I didn't know, and he seemed fine and happy with it. But then I decided, yeah, I'm just going to eat four of these donuts. And in a way, that was a good thing that I got food in my stomach, which always helps uh, while, while drinking. But that was way too much food, and it was way too – nasty of that well they're like little candy boats for alcohol lake inside you (laughs) floating around (laughs) so i woke up this morning i i have never so my jaeger creek is nice this time of year jaeger creek lovely oh man the weather there is so beautiful i took my mother there once (laughs) yeah make a trip to altano canyon to visit jaeger creek Creek just sounds like it'd be full of like hypodermic needles and glass Passed out clowns. I thought that's like night train, like <laughs> night train river. <laughs> so I that's the like, old English lagoon. I will say that this morning, can you, do you know the feeling of like you get up and you know you're donut hangover and you just and you just can still taste the donut. And it no, was so I don't gross. know that feeling I've, at all. I've never not been hungry by lunchtime when I come to the office, but it is. I mean, we're we're fast approaching lunchtime yeah. and I am not hungry at all. In fact, I would just do, I would like do you, nothing more than to open my stomach up and unleash donut hell. Do you remember upon. exactly which varieties of donuts you had? Yeah. So I started off with one that looked like it was jelly filled, but it wasn't. It was the biggest tease I've ever seen. It was empty? It was, it was just a, a regular donut, but it was shaped like a jelly filled. It was as empty as seen... Clements, right? At that moment. I've seen powder filled powder donuts, which is just crazy. No, it was not one of those. It, it's like a baby powder container. Yeah, like you bite into it, it's like, <laughs> and if like five ninjas disappear, it's a it's a Casper filled donut. Um, so yeah, I ate one of those. I had a chocolate covered one. Then I had a sprinkled covered one. Then I ate 
half of um, a like caramel glaze one, oh, and then geez. and then afterwards I was like caramel or maple. Could, uh, oh, my, it was probably I'm sorry, okay. maple. Uh, and I then I was like, you know, donut. you know what? I'm gonna have that other half of that <laughs> maple glaze. So I ate that other half. Wait, was and this then, a normal? Like, were these like big? Yeah, they were like, they were normal size. They donuts. weren't like donuts. No, or they were they were not little donut holes or whatever. Mm, so donuts. they were full man sized donuts. And I mean, and then I ju- I remember just sitting there in my in my drunken donut. haze, like looking up at at Charles was there and a couple other people were there, and I was like, my fingers are covered in sugar. <laughs> I'm covered in sugar. What do I Start do? Start screaming at the moon. I, my God. That walk home was not pleasant. I woke up this morning just feeling so sick. <laughs> it was not. And it's like the funny thing is, is, I was trying to be so careful about the drinking part. Wow. So that's my story, folks. The cautionary tale. Be careful about what you drink and what you eat, especially if it's a work night. <laughs> the <laughs> worst be... is when you wake up and your mouth is all burned and you're like, hey, what did I eat last night? <laughs> when a you... whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> before it cooled down because I'm stupid. I've totally done awesome. that before, too. Uh, I, I really – and the funny thing is, is that I had specifically set out that night with the plan of you're going to go – if you get hungry – you're going to go back home. You're going to put in your double fiber wheat toast. You're going to put a little bit of butter on it. You're going to have some toast. That's a nice, healthy mm-hmm. snack. It'll put some bread in your you stomach. You have a very patronizing relationship with yourself, sir. It's nice. Yes, but, but I did no, not do that. you eat toast. <laughs> How does that 24-hour donut store wake up to itself every morning without thinking, I can't believe what we did uh, to, to the world. To the world last like night. a meth addict. If you never go to sleep, you never have to wake up. I guess so. Smoke. I mean, it's like a like a movie villain. That should be illegal. Like, oh. it's right next to a bar. I would walk out of a bar every night and go like, "Wow, donuts!" Oh, and then it's wake terrible. up with a face I'm, covered I'm in icing. I'm actually just so glad. Instead of what? Wow, pizza. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad that they didn't <laughs> let me also like include the giant cinnamon rolls with my package of twelve. Because when I was at the counter and I was like pointing to them and I was like kind of going th- along the line and I just pointed at this giant cinnamon roll and I look up at her and she just <laughs> shakes her head at me. It's always like it's a type of a type of things you don't even really like during the the normal hours. Like yes. when the day when the sun is out, you're like, I wouldn't have a big Texas bear claw. That's crazy. <laughs> Three for o'clock in the, the morning, you're like, ah, oh, awesome. For all the people that keep emailing me bitching about three red lights not coming back there's your three red lights there, there was right a little there. that was an homage to our our legacy is meaningless conversation though i would like to say that i had fun also yeah. i would like to say that we did tell you what we would be talking about at the beginning of the show so at least you knew that you would eventually get actual content also video games also the video games <laughs> it's fun they're fun they got buttons let's go right into yes. our yes they do let's, let's read some <laughs> questions and comments from the listeners remember if you'd like to join our conversation of drunken debauchery eat and five donut, donuts first uh eat five donuts and then email us at unlocked at ign.com and then it'll go right to my folder into the wolf's mouth. <laughs> into, right into the wolf's mouth. <laughs> right into the wolf's mouth. Uh, please keep your questions as short as you can uh, while not compromising their integrity because I do not want to read gigantic, humongous questions. But not all too the time. short. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't send us one word questions like, why? Or what games you game. <laughs> uh, anyway. Colors? Let's, let's go into questions. This is from another Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Going back to discussions from the past few weeks about Mass Effect and strong female characters, what are the opinions of the podcast Unlocked Crew about Jack or slash Subject Zero as a strong or badass female character? Uh, thanks for the question, Ryan. Uh, yeah, actually, we kind of didn't talk about uh, Jack very much in our podcast. I think because I don't know. I think Christine doesn't like her, if I'm remembering one of our conversations correctly. 
Arthur, what do you think? We'll start with um, you. I, I don't know. I mean, she's not the stereotypical half-naked female character, partly because she's got a shaved head and a relatively small rack. Right. Sort of not normal video game fare, and she's covered in tattoos. I mean, she has she has very strong, almost masculine features. I right. would say. Yeah. Uh, she's a, I mean, she's kind of a, a bitch is, is a nice way of putting it. Um, right. But to be fair, she kind of was experimented right. on I, for most of her life. <laughs> she. I think the the, the good Watch thing I can attitude. say about Jack <laughs> is that she's a much more interesting character than she seems initially. Mm. Uh, she's much more well-developed than other characters. I mean, what is the question? Are they asking if she's an example of a strong female yes, character? Yes, correct. I think she's an example of a well-realized fem- female character who's strong, like who's powerful. Fis- who's powerfully, yeah. I, who's I, powerful. Like, the idea of strong female characters is kind of weird to me. It's like, the, in comparison to what? Like, like any random character out of Soul Calibur or Dead or Alive. Right. Like those, yeah, like Tits McGee. None and, of the know. characters in that game are strong, yeah. <laughs> you um, know, I always liked that character's <laughs> moveset. You know what I'm saying? Jump, jump, jump. All right, let's do a question from Tony. Hi, do you think achievements should be revamped so that they're more like uh, they're more than merit badges or bragging rights, but actually unlock content in your games or give you access to special previews of games? Maybe even unlock an app that lets you customize your 360 dashboard or avatar. Absolutely. Is it? Oh, all right. No, uh, yeah. I'm, okay. Uh, achieve, certain achievements already unlock avatar clothing, and some of them unlock gamer picks. And I could swear that at least a couple. There have been a couple awards in 360 games that unlock dashboard stuff, but I can't be 100% okay. sure. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, li- I like that idea as long as it doesn't cross the line of you need to get an achievement to access yes. some sort of crucial content to your experience. Yeah, I'm, which I, I don't think anyone would do. I actually don't do. mind. Well, if you need an achievement to get something in that game or to get access to a beta or... No, no, no. That, that, that beta stuff is fine. I'm talking about, like, say you're playing a game and you can't play multiplayer until you get, like, such and such an achievement or mm-hmm, something like right. that. That I'm not as big a, f- a fan of. I like the idea of unlocking content in games. It, it definitely gives you that sense of, of yeah. reward. I think it's cool if it's game-specific. I don't think I would ever want to see something like, hey, you reach 10,000 achievement points, you get this. Because then it just gets ridiculous, and then you have people playing trash like Avatar to get 1,000 achievement points. Which they do anyway. Which they do anyway, yeah. Which Um, Will Tuttle does. But I mean, there's interesting stuff that's going on with achievements. Like, Waypoint does interesting things with achievements. Mm. Like, it's like a meta achievement system that tracks all your achievement points from every Halo game. Which is definitely very cool. All right, let's continue on. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hi. 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 This is from Nick, by the way. You hey, can say hi how's to it Nick. going, Nick? I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm hoping he's good. I'm so. shaking your hand right now. What's up, there. Serpico? There you go. <laughs> Imagine it is 2024. I'm dead. I like to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it is a, good, a better than even possible. Passed out of a ditch. <laughs> Uh, this is a good question. Imagine it's 2024. Do any of you think that more realistic graphics could have an impact on how violence is portrayed in games? For example, how would gamers in general react to running someone over in GTA 8 if indeed the person resembles a perfect representation of a human being? I like this question. Wow. Um, Altano, you start off this time. 
Yeah, there's that there's that possibility. There's always the uncanny valley in that like we don't know how well thing how good things are gonna look or if people will ever look anything but scary and you'll wanna hit them with your car because you'll be like, Ah, get this demon man off the screen. But if like <laughs> if there's like an old man crossing the street with his groceries and his granddaughter and like she got the day off of school because there was like a fire alarm got pulled and he's gotta take care of her and then you just turn around the corner as Nico Bellic and kill her with a car, like that's going to be messed up. Yeah, that's going to that's going <laughs> to I don't know if I want that level of detail in games, you know, like Well, I mean, we And can... a man falls to his knees crying yeah. and then has a heart attack. No oh, ambulance is there to take him, right. you know, to the hospital yeah. because you stole it. I don't think <laughs> I cuz you killed Yeah, you killed every blood relative. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know cuz if games are that realistic then I think the people in in Grand Theft in Grand Theft Auto should be like yeah, we got to move. I can't I can't live in the city. This is ridiculous. I don't, I, I don't think the graphics are what keep games from doing that right now. I th we just put up an editorial on the site this week, I think, about video game violence and how mm -hmm. more realistic graphics are causing developers to re-examine the way they depict violence. And yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some games now that depict violence in really disturbing ways that are pr way too nonchalant about it. Like, Call of Duty: World at War was pretty kind of fucked up in the way that. You could blow off like people's limbs and stuff, and they would drag themselves across the field or or lay on the ground screaming. And I think I remember Black watching Ops you play like Medal shit. of Honor and just being like, "This is just too real." Yeah, Medal of Honor is really bad about that shit too. Um, like it just straight up looks like an actual guy getting shot in the mouth, and like his jaw blows but off. But should right should, his arm. should people not be allowed to create fictitious portrayals of these things? I'm not saying it's not about whether or not they could. About whether or not they should. Dinosaur right. Week. Dinosaur Week. IGN.com. Um, yeah, it's it's a very tough question. I will say that I lost my train of thought. Nuts. Dinosaur Week, man. Stone. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you just played Mortal Kombat. Would you want to see, and not like a digitized, right. human captured uh, 1990s Mortal Kombat where they're actual people, but like something that looks yeah, that looks real, strikingly um, realistic. I guess it's just that. See, that's a good call. Mortal Kombat has such a a specific tone to it though it's like a goofy kind of gore. yeah and but but let's say for example that i was doing these these horrifying fatalities to a <laughs> an, a, a realistic human being character mm -hmm. right it's it's a whole nother it's a whole nother story because like i'll for example i look at mortal kombat doesn't gross me out at all it's it's totally it's fictitious it's fake there's nothing real about it if i look at like a photograph or like if you're in the doctor's office and you see like those like medical photos of like someone's surgery or something yeah i i, I like i almost buckle like right yeah, there like i can't even take it so it's, i'm the same it's way funny it's weird. That, I, can, like, I can watch movies and stuff like that but if i see yeah. like surgery or i think i think the the most important thing that that will keep us that will that will essentially allow us to continue using violence in like a digital fashion is that the, it is indeed fake there you always know that x is real and and y is not real mm -hmm. so that's why movies i mean movies like have really good special effects now and people get killed and maimed in movies all the time and we watch them and are and generally entertained but it's because we know going into this experience what you are about to see is fake no one was actually hurt Mm -hmm. um, I think that having those sorts of fictitious portrayals As is, long as we as a society fun. can separate that, then I guess we'll be okay. It's yeah, just it's, a matter of being able to do that. There, which, I would hope that there would be a reason for it as opposed to it just being there. Like in Medal of Honor, it didn't feel like it was there for any particular reason other than the shock and same thing with... Well, that game didn't feel like it was there for any particular reason. <laughs> no, that's a good point. No, you, you same guys, thing with World you guys of War are, Black Ops. I mean, there are people that really like Medal of Honor. Actually, everyone right. that I'm our roommates with, they're all, they all work here uh, in the company. They all loved Medal of Honor. Well, that's why they so. don't review games. <laughs> okay. 
Well, that's a terrible thing to say. That was the point, really. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know if the internet saw the video I did with uh, fellow editor Scott Bromley about the Call of Duty franchise, but I'm pretty much over war games in general. I don't think we need hyper-realistic depictions of, of war like six times a year. Like, just play something. Video games should be escapism to me, and I don't think we should all be escaping to murdering our colleagues mm. constantly. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. I, I love Super Mario. Maybe you yeah. should be better at games. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Will that improve the fact that there are 19,000 war games a year based on dumb, fictitious wars that never happen? Maybe. If I was better at games. Sure. Right. So if like I got more achievements... I mean, I'll... while we're talking about things <laughs> that will never happen, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. I think that it's fine as long as people are keep their heads about them when it comes to all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's always, there's always going to be violence in, in media. I, I do not see violence just going away in our, in films or books or mm -hmm. video games. And then if it did, then we'd have a serious like debate about, you know, are they taking away our right to create things? Yeah. So, uh, really good question. Uh, that was from Nick. Nice job, dude. You got us uh, chatting for a while there. Uh, let's go. I want to try and find maybe something a little shorter. Let's see what do we got. You guys can talk about donuts while I'm, while I'm looking. I don't, I don't want to talk about donuts. I ever. personally uh, highly enjoy donuts. I, I, I love donuts, but I've had I'm too fan, many I'm not donuts. a fan of donut holes. Really? I, don't, I think that's a highly unnecessary th object that we've created. I mean, it's just something else to sell. Cheaply. It's very Native American of us to save and, and nurture every part of, of the, the donut. donut. Yeah. I mean, which is nice. There's donut holes have. If their there's place. one thing we've learned to preserve, it's additional fat for our giant. <laughs> it's <asses>. true. <laughs> hey, um, have either of you guys seen any of L.A. Noir? I haven't actually seen the game yet. I've, not, yeah, I mean, not in person. Just uh, we've, I, granted, we've only put up like about 73 trailers for L.A. Noir in the last <laughs> two months. Um, I've I've just seen a little bit of it. <laughs> what about it? Okay, Mr. Sarcasm, I have a question <laughs> for you then. Uh, hey, Podcast Beyond crew. Wait, <laughs> he just says podcast crew. I put Beyond in there again, man. I'm telling you, that's the 185 episodes of tradition <laughs> of calling it podcast Beyond. Uh, hey, podcast unlocked crew. I was wondering if you guys knew anything about Ellie Noir's open world aspects. Will it be like Mafia 2, where the majority of things to do will be story related, oh, re story related, or will there be more variety like GTA 4 and Red Dead? Does Cole Phelps borrow cars? Also, does Team Bondi make any games in the past? And if so, how were they? Keep up the great work. This I is from Blake. I think they made the getaway. Maybe. Maybe we'll check that. Um, I think Team Bondi made the getaway. Oh, okay. Uh, which was actually kind of like <coughs> Mafia in that it was... <clears throat> it looked like an open world game, but it, it was sort of directed story-wise. Um, I heard it wasn't very good. A Is lot that... of people didn't like it very okay. much. I don't really I know don't... much about uh, L.A. Noir's open world or not. I know if it's anything like Grand Theft Auto 4, it's a sandbox with very little sand. Yeah, but I, I think if I'm remembering conversations with Did our you own Hillary. Grand Theft Auto 4 was a sandbox with very little sand in it? Yeah. Really? In that you could go in five buildings out of 5,000. Uh, well, you could go in the bank, the gun store, and, right. and the, the other gun store. The other gun store. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, they did. They did the getaway. Okay. Um, I I'm pretty sure that it is not in the same vein as Grand Theft Auto when uh -uh. it comes to open world. Uh, not at all. I it's, don't it's know. It's much more story driven. Yeah, I don't know what in what capacity. I haven't personally played the game, so I don't want to promise you one thing, Blake. But know that it is probably not going to be like GTA 4. It's going to be a little more directed. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here from our listeners? 
Uh, oh, okay. This is, oh, I liked this question as well. Hey, Unlocked Crew. Loving the new podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you. A couple of episodes ago, you discussed a reader question about sexism in games or the sexualiz sexualization of female characters, and it got me thinking. Are games also ageist? It's rare to find an older character, 30-plus years, who isn't a younger character model reskinned with wrinkles or poorly voiced characters with younger voice actors voice actors pretending to be old. Not to mention the limitations older characters would have uh, that have so far been left unexplored. I'd love to hear your thoughts on ageism in games. Thanks. This is from Chris in the UK, who is about to turn 30 himself. Me Happy birthday, too. Chris. Oh, happy birthday, Arthur. Wait, oh, when? no, months. Oh. Like months. Altano just turned 30. I just turned 30, so I can speak on old people in games. Oh, <laughs> I don't happy think birthday, that, man. Whatever, everything, that he's saying, everything that he's saying could be applied to everyone in games, not just older people in games. Like, they're all poorly skinned, they're all poorly modeled, they're all poorly voice acted. It's not specific to some characters. So you're saying that there are no well, good voice actors I in I mean, games? there's some, but I, I just don't think that it, it's particularly applies to old people. I mean, John Marsden is what, like in his late 30s? or Yeah, 40s. oh, that's true. Marsden is pretty old, I and think. Nico Bellic is in his 30s. Uh, lots of... I don't know. There are a ton of characters that are. I think that's more common now than anything. Like to have main characters that are. Well, in their but I think we're we're about as old as the medium is at this point. So, or a little younger. So, I mean, they have to apply to our our demographic. And I, I don't want to just play a game with about a five year old. Right. I think Chris is also talking about how it is true that there are a lot of young looking characters in yeah. games. And I think I think someone mentioned um, the movie Up. Uh, this might have been in Chris's email, and I cut it. I got it got cut off. But um, it's like those sorts of things where like we really we don't see like the elderly in games a lot because I mean no. w for obvious reasons if you're controlling a character you need that character to be able to do things that maybe an elderly character could not. Mm -hmm. But I would I, I think that would be actually fascinating. I'd love to see someone tackle those sorts of super wheelchair ramps. So <laughs> make a great maybe game. Not, maybe not. I mean, in Dragon Age there were older characters that you that were player or player there were party members and not player okay. characters. Cool. But could they like flip around and like yeah, stop time? Yeah, I think that's time what he means. It's like magic. in terms of agility, you know, you don't a senior citizen doesn't really have that. You can make your fallout character look super old. It's just it's cool to think like in up like they like it's not like um oh my god I forgot the main character's name the old man's name. I I'm all right. Well, I don't remember either. Um, <laughs> anyway, old blockhead man. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not like he was like doing backflips off that like bird creature and then like no he had know. a walker with tennis balls on the bottom. Exactly, yeah, it, was awesome. it was awesome. And so yeah, I would I would love I love stuff like that. So yeah, Which let's hilarious because old people are funny, but doesn't really work for game mechanics I, I, purposes. It could. <laughs> is, is it just old people are default funny? Is that what you're saying? Yes, that is what I'm saying. Oh, because their heads shrink and their ears and noses keep growing. <laughs> And the hair uh, on set ears and noses. <laughs> this is uh, oh my gosh, is there another question from Orion? Wow, a lot of Orions today. Hey guys, oh, I thought you said Orion. I was like, man, that's an awesome name. Oh yeah, man. Orion. My name is Orion. Uh, hey guys, do you know of any games like Heavy so Rain majestic. that's a good story-based mystery for the 360? Uh, the thing that just immediately popped in my head is Alan Wake, but can we think of any other like maybe more obscure recommendations story for this based stuff? Mystery. How about that there uh, Twin Peaks game or whatever that was? <laughs> that would be on Wake. Yeah. Um, huh. What was that one game that everybody like totally hated um, that recently came out? It was a sort of survival horror type game. I think like Jim Riley may have loved it, and that's why it was like a big. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? There was like this. 
game that oh, Deadly was it Premonition. 360 oh, Deadly right, Premonition. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, that was 360 don't, exclusive, don't right? Don't play Deadly Premonition. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah, okay. I just there's wanted... a, there's, that's another game that uh, got pretty poor reviews but has a pretty a sizable... A ravenous cult following. Cult following, yeah. Isn't that strange when that happens? No. I don't know. It's Japanese. <laughs> no. It's Japanese? <laughs> uh, Indigo Prophecy, which is uh, Quantic Dreams uh, Game Correct. Before Heavy Rain, mm-hmm. is... Backwards compatible on 360. And you can also download it, I believe, off the I think it's store. on the live marketplace, yeah. yeah. Uh, Halo is a... <laughs> Halo is a mystery. It's a fascinating ODST mystery. actually kind of has a mystery vibe to it. Oh, I would agree. Um, but that's not really what you're... It sounds like you're looking for. Who Especially is with that Chief? that button that you do that like lowers a monocle down over your <laughs> visor, you know? And then it, like a little pipe comes out of your thing and you start smoking it. I love that. LOL. Arthur, Arthur is not Dracula pleased. Came out. Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula? Yeah, I don't... Who wins that fight? Good. I don't that know. That sounds pretty one-sided. Whoever what, wins, we lose. What was that one <laughs> game from a while back, like Vampire Rain or something? Oh, God. Remember right. that game? Yep. That game yep. was awful. Yeah, I remember that game not being good. What about Clue? What I've heard. <laughs> Oh Go play God. some Clue. <laughs> Go buy the board Go game. Go fish in your closet. Set it on top of your 360. That's a mystery. All right. Uh, Who bought this game? All right. So let's do another question. And then uh, we're actually we're getting pretty close to uh, the end here. Uh, greetings, podcastians and or locksmiths and or Ryan, Christine, and Arthur. <laughs> My question is, Christine, I'm also a podcast. I'm, I'm a locksmith, I guess. You're a locksmith. I'm more well, of a latchkey kid. <laughs> I was, too. Uh, <laughs> You're <Mike> locked out. <laughs> my my <laughs> My question is, Christine often says she really likes Bioware, so what are your, Ryan and Arthur and also Brian's, favorite studios and why? Who would like to start us off? This is from Joey, by the way. Uh, Again, um, for games that aren't that great but are fun, uh, I like Grasshopper. I like a lot of the stuff Grasshopper does. I liked uh, Killer 7. I like No More Heroes. I'll play No More Heroes again when it comes out on the adult consoles. And uh, <laughs> Arthur, Did you hold your uh, wand with clown nose on the end to play yeah, it for for the move. No, I can't. I can't take the with move seriously. Clown nose. <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> the, any any move ba, ba, peripheral ba, ba, just ba, ba, looks ba, ba. like I can't take it seriously. It's like check out this cool AK-47 or like we got a bazooka with a clown nose. Honk honk. No matter what, it's like. Plus a clown nose, honk, honk. No matter what, you could pull out the deadliest weapon on earth and put the move ball on the end of it, and I stopped taking it seriously. What if, what um, if it was, it had, it was like the move ball was here, and then there were, there were like spikes, serrated blades coming around it, and then there was electricity flowing around the move ball. Would you think that would? Be if more? it was still just the move ball, I would be like, ha ha, honk, honk. <laughs> like, so I could be leaving a like a nightclub by myself at three o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, I feel something against my neck, and somebody's like, give me all your money. And I turn around and I'm like, oh my god, it's a knife with a glowing ball. <laughs> I can't take you, you seriously. Uh, also, no one bought you. Oh, oh. Uh, I would have said Team Ninja before Ninja Gaiden 2 came out. Oh. Uh, Io, the guys who do Hitman, and I actually enjoyed the Kane and Lynch games, flawed as they were. Uh, Dice, the Battlefield guys, Mirror's Edge guys. Mm. Visceral. Uh, Visceral hasn't Mirror's put out a ton, of, a ton of stuff, but I've liked almost everything that they've done. Dante's Inferno, especially. You know what? I right? I beat Dante's Inferno. Um, uh, like just on your own time? Yeah. All right, and you enjoyed it? I did. I mean, how it's much not... of the penis swinging physics would you say played <laughs> into that? I mean, there's only some weighing at the end. I know. I'm just kidding. 
There's not a lot of physics I, in pre-rendered cutscenes of Wang. Even though, even though we all joke about that, I think I, th I don't mind nudity in games at all. I don't think it's a no, big I've deal. I've seen the statue on your desk. I know you don't. Exactly. That was given to me as a Christmas present. You, you know this. You kept it. Yes, I did. For good reason. In public view. It's no glorious, and it's it's partly on my desk, partly on Anthony's, so no one will know. Though I'm I thought, sure. by the way, it was really funny. We're allowed. We were allowed to say that the guy that came in to sign one of Anthony's figurines, right? Can we say Anthony? That Daniel, C-3PO? Yes. Yes, okay. we can talk about that. Okay, all right, good. So he came in there, and I realized after he left that the, the original actor that portrayed C-3PO in all the Star Wars movies was right next to my awkward Greek statue of two men wrestling naked Oh wow! Uh, on my desk, which was given to me as a prank, but it was totally there, and, <laughs> and he probably saw it and was like, I need to get away from this kid right now. Yeah. Like, What's going on on this desk? <sighs> Goodness, goodness gracious. Oh, can we talk about something really quickly? Yeah, let's do it. This is an Xbox 360 podcast, right? Yes, it is. Okay. That's what uh, I've been told. What the hell is Rare doing right now? <laughs> They're making, oh, uh, are you talking They're about making, the Kinect yes. Sports Kinect DLC? Kinect Sports the, Food Fighters Edition? The Food Challenge Have DLC? you seen this, Clint? No. So basically, uh, it, it's DLC for Kinect Sports. Uh-huh. Really? It hits you against food. It like makes you fight the food that got you food. fat to begin with. So to, you have to burn off the number of calories that it would take to burn off the food to defeat it. Mm -hmm. So it's like celery is easy to beat. And like I imagine if there's pizza, it's like Mike Tyson and Punch-Out, except it cheats. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was him, you falling down. Was that, the, uh, was that clear? screenshot I saw yesterday <laughs> had someone boxing against a carton of milk. Burp. Yeah, milk. Burp, burp. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, like you have to fight pizza and all the other yeah. things that got you fat for years, and yeah, it's more video games. Just oh, being, so like, you have you. to fight the things that got you fat over the years. Oh, that's not. So what? I have to fight. It's pizza uh, and a bottle <laughs> of Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting blowjobs. Oh, the no. bottle of Jaeger like pours you a glass first. To I don't think jobs got you fat. What? It's just something you enjoy when you're lazy. It's like, okay. I'm gonna lay back. It's it's not exercise. That didn't really make any sense. At it's all. not exercise. No, I, I just I don't think I could ever beat the bottle of Jaeger and and pizza and. No, you've tried. Pack of cigarettes. It'd be tough. <coughs> there is like that battle every day. There is yeah. like a, a K-pop CD surrounded by pasta. <laughs> I would be like, shit, <laughs> got nothing against this one, right? Well, you already lost to the donuts, so I don't even know if you'll get to the K-pop pasta level. Oh man, you're right. Uh, just watch for its eye to blink and then. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little drop of jelly comes out of its eye. Like, oh. <laughs> um, this is a question from Sean. Unlockers. Is it worth playing Oblivion or indeed any other Elder Scrolls game in advance of Skyrim? I'm interested in Skyrim because I love Fallout 3. Is this going to be similar in control and RPG mechanics? I got bored of New Vegas because I just finished uh, Fallout 3 about a month before. Would the same thing happen with Oblivion to Skyrim? Probably. Uh, it depends on the level well, yeah. you want to put into those games. I think if you just finished Fallout 3 and then got bored of New Vegas, then Oblivion isn't really going to do much yeah. for you also, right now. Also, do I, do I see any need in playing Oblivion before Skyrim? I mean, No, why? I mean, the Elder Scrolls games have never been big into continuity from one game to the next. Right. I mean, there's, some, there's probably an Elder God that's pissed. There's a right? world that exists and history applies, but it's not like... They're never, they've never been huge story-based games. So. And, the, and the elder god will be like, my first son forsook me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Forsook, yes, not just forsaken. Forsook. forsook. <laughs> uh, so yes, the answer is do not play uh, Oblivion if you're just going to play Skyrim. You cause... can. I mean, if you if you don't have Bioshock, you could find a copy of Bioshock and El Elder Scrolls for like twenty bucks. Nice. Because two K published uh, that Elder like, Scrolls little... four. I was trying to say that it, it was that some sort of collection. This was my yeah, it was a weird like package deal. Yeah. So you squeeze your hand and squeeze it's like, my hand and go mur mur like a, a doctor connection. testing yeah. a man's nuts. <laughs> Our last question for the day comes from Alex. Why does Altano know so much about nuts? <laughs> he loves them. All right, uh, this is from Alex. Why doesn't IGN have a review for Michael Jackson: The Experience for Connect yet? Do you guys have plans to review it? I figured since Ryan reviewed Dance Central that he would be the one in charge of this one. Yeah, right, Clemens, right where the fuck is our that's review a Ryan for Clemens joint. Michael Jackson The Experience for Xbox that's a That's a good question, Arthur and Alex and Brian. Uh, the review is coming, ideally by tomorrow, which would be Thursday. But I, I don't know for sure because then we're also off on Friday and it's this sort of crazy business. How where... awesome is it, Clements? I know you played it. Yeah. So I, I have been playing it, and since it's out, I can tell you whatever the hell I want. Oh, good. Because it's not under embargo. It's terrible so far. It's really? A, it's a piece of shit. I don't worse like it Worse than the uh, uh, other versions? It's it's worse than the portable versions because the portable versions had buttons. enjoyable gameplay <laughs> and, and buttons. It's better than the Wii one because it's not broken. Mm -hmm. But And, it had the and you know, saying that about a Kinect game is an unusual thing. Yeah. I just I, I don't like it. I will explain more in depth in my review, but no, sir, it, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir. <laughs> it no, sir. I don't like it. So in Dance Central, they give you the um, the sort of dance up echo the dance cue cards where they kind of slide up and beat with the music, mm -hmm. um, and then they're usually very simple actions like you know do this with your hands, then do this with your hands, etc. You and I have wildly really different well definitions of simple, but. <laughs> I know that you often harp on me for this, but they'll, you're dancing. You're saying like this, then this. They'll they'll under. I think they can figure it out. Is Arthur. it just the wavelength of this projects a picture into their mind? No, but I'm saying that when I'm like do this with your hands, they don't need to see me do a crazy little. For those thing listening with my at hands. home, he actually just did the doctor nut fondle thing <laughs> for five minutes straight, and that's dancing to Clement. <laughs> it's the nut I don't know why they keep giving him all these dancing games. I look over and he's pipe? just like nut fondle, nut fondle, nut fondle, <laughs> and then he's like score. Okay. Anyway, sidetrack crew. <laughs> it's a piece um, of poop, is what you're it, saying. It, yeah, it's just they they don't handle the in, the the cue card mechanic because they try and rip that off of Dance Central by having the moves in the corner. Mm -hmm. But there's like a little there's a little timer next to the move, and it like it'll go like four, three, two, one, and then you like do the move, but it's not it's not it's not sliding up in time with the music, so you can't really read ahead. And it also sometimes the timer changes. Like sometimes the, on the next move it'll just be two, one, and you do the move, and it's just oh, it's it's so bad. So I was it'll just like be real out dancing. selling dance, dance Central within the next month. I'm sure. Yes, possibly that. The, and it's the, the last version sold three million copies, right? Just Dance Two has sold four million copies. Wow. Dance just Central sold a million and a half units okay. just in North America. <laughs> do, 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 do. I just had to do a little Gaga on there because I always think of that when I hear Just Dance. It's good. Yeah. All right, folks. What do you say? I say that that, that wraps up a good show. Where we can had a we find you on Twitter, sir? Well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna no! tell you right now. I'm gonna All tell right. you right now. You can find me on Twitter at Pwam Cider, P W A M Cider. You can find our own Arthur Geese at A E G I E S, and you can find our own Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. That's right. 
B-I-Z-Z-L-E, in case anyone is asking. Uh, you can also follow IGN, our great and glorious master for everything <laughs> video game related, uh, at just IGN. It's so easy. And like I said before, if you want to send us a cool little question there and, you know, join our conversation, send it to unlocked at IGN.com. And I believe that is our show. We will be back next week where we talk about more donuts and drinking <laughs> and tons of cool stuff. I'm sorry. Donuts, so sorry. No, we're not going to talk about that. You can't say that you weren't entertained by that section of the podcast, bro. I saw a smile in the corner of your bearded face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's rare. It's rare that that old groundhog crawls out of something that I would totally yell at someone for saying on any other podcast. So let's... Let's wrap. Let's. Now I want to hear it. Are you afraid I, of ghosts? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Some ghosts. Some ghosts, but no ghosts. You're okay. No with? ghosts. Is, I'm not afraid of that because that's great. That doesn't mean there. That means there are no ghosts to be afraid of. <laughs> They've eff- effectively been busted out. I am terrified of double <laughs> negatives, however. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do, do this. this. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.